The Apartment Rebellion will not be televised. Resident experience will be more than a buzzword. Staff experience will finally matter. It's happening right now. It's in the hands of the doers, the innovators, the boundary pushers, who are moving the industry forward, just like the people on this show. This is the Apartment Rebels podcast, hosted by Flamingo CEO Jude Chi. Welcome, friends of the rebellion, and may the force be with you. Joe Easton from Rent Manager. So really excited to have Joe on the show. So he is the channel partner manager, right. which means you work with uh, different prop tech vendors to help Rent Manager grow its integration network, <laughs> which is something I really, really admire about Rent Manager. The fact that you guys are very open with your API and you really focus on creating a solution that works well for the industry. What I see with a lot of property management systems is that they limit their APIs to certain things, which makes sense from like a strategic perspective where they're trying to have a closed system and force um, their customers to stay within the system. Mm -hmm. But from a user perspective, it's really not the best approach because your customers should be able to use the best in class system that they want to use without having to do a lot of work, which is where integrations come into place. If I want to use this module from this company, this module from this company, they should all talk to each other. So one of the big reasons why I love Red Manager is that you guys are so open with your platform. And I think at the end of the day, that's what wins because it's better for customers, better for channel partners, just better for everyone. And then the data that can come out of that is really going to lift the industry up. So Joe, welcome. I yeah. uh, would love to learn more about your background and then really um, rent manager, what you all do and then why you all decided to go this route rather than trying to have a closed ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, well, thanks for having me. I yeah. think it's great that you're doing this. The whole idea of talking through what's important to our industry right now mm -hmm. is always really, really important. Um, so a little background on myself, like I said, currently channel partner manager mm -hmm. at Rent Manager, and we are a property management software system. Yeah. So uh, thinking of it is most of what a property manager needs to do in a day from tracking their residents mm -hmm. to doing all their accounting, service issues, communication, all that's in our software. Um, background on me though, so I've been in property management in the past. I was actually in the self-storage industry for a number of years. I've worked in IT and some different places, but I always have loved this idea of what software can do for a business. Mm -hmm. And I say it all the time that the way you choose to operate is yeah. really what sets you apart. And that's where you find profitability, right? Because yeah. if everyone operates the same way, then you are just a carbon copy yeah. of what else is happening out there. And we find that software can be great, but if it forces you to operate a certain way, mm -hmm. it limits your ability to grow. Yep. And that's not healthy for anybody. Yeah. So when we talk about integration, that's one of the things I really focus on is how are people wanting to operate differently? Mm -hmm. Maybe they like the way that Red Manager works, yeah. but maybe there's certain things about it they need to do outside of our software. Yeah. And we know that it's not scalable to have a bunch of employees doing data entry. Yeah. Like that doesn't help anybody yeah. out. So you have to have this idea of allowing data to move back and forth. And we've always believed that the data is the customer's data, mm -hmm. right? We don't own their data. Yeah. It's their data, it's their business. They should be able to use it the way they want to. Mm -hmm. And I think that's even a little unique in the space as yeah. well. So our software natively 
allows you to create data fields, allows you to natively create different reports, mm -hmm. again, allowing you to operate the way that you want to. So how many integration partners do you all have at the moment? Yeah, so we're just over 100, I think 111 oh, wow. integration partners right now. Um, and it's really grown really quickly over the last mm -hmm. couple of years because we have approached it a little bit differently yeah. and allowing these companies that join our integrations program to have access to our entire API, mm -hmm. that they get to make the decision on what the integration does. Yeah how it works, what data they're getting, and it is two-way, yeah. right? Which I think is really the game changer right yeah. there. Uh, syncing data out is great, but being able to push data back in, yeah. that primary uh, source of truth is really powerful. Yeah, and then from the rent manager end, like that allows you guys to really have a really robust brand and shows that, hey, we are willing to work with everyone and make sure that we have the best solution for our customers. So who are your typical customers? Yeah, so we're a little unique in that way too, <clears throat> that we work with a lot of different types of property management mm -hmm. companies. Obviously we're here at Apartmentalize, so multifamily yeah. is huge for us, right? But we do single family rentals. Mm -hmm. uh, we've always been in the manufactured housing space, mm -hmm. which is a little bit of a niche product. Wait, what's manufactured housing? So uh, think of mobile home parks, mm. things like that. Uh, we do HOA, student yeah. housing. If you can rent it, we can probably help you. Nice, yeah. nice. So kind of open like your API. <laughs> very, very open. And <clears throat> we even find we have a lot of customers that are mixed portfolio mm -hmm. users as well. They've got multifamily, they do single family. Yeah. And our software is customizable enough that they can operate all of them the way that they need to. Mm -hmm. And not, again, try to force different types of products into one yeah. type of operations. Yeah. So and then where did the decision come from to really make your API very open? Was that something you guys debated on the leadership level? Was it something that just came naturally where you're like, it's a no brainer? Or was it kind of like, do we really want to do this or not? You know, I think it does come natural to us. Our software has always been really customizable. Mm -hmm. We've always helped our customers use our software to improve their operations, mm -hmm. not to kind of fit the mold of what we're doing. But it, it was, uh, I guess, a crossroads in, in how we wanted to approach the market. Mm -hmm. And we looked outside of the industry. At least yeah. I know that's where I look. And you look at companies like Google, mm -hmm. why have they been successful? Yeah. Well, they work with everyone really, really yeah. well. This idea of open networks, open platforms, yeah. open data has always been really important to their growth. Yeah. And I think sometimes we get too far into our own industry mm -hmm. where you don't even look around at what's going on yeah. outside of the world yeah. of you know multifamily and what's happening in technology. In yeah, I need uh, hits at a greater problem in the industry because if you look outside the industry, no one else approaches or very few industries try to be as close off as multifamily. Mm. And the techno and it kind of goes along with why multifamily is so hesitant to adopt technology in ways that will really be beneficial to the property management teams, the site teams, the corporate teams. Like if I look outside the industry, look at like best in class industries, they do focus on that. Like, hey, let's make things open. Like Salesforce integrates yeah. <laughs> with uh, HubSpot and they are side-by-side -side competitors. Yes. Google integrates with their own competitors and it just makes everything better for everyone at the end of the day because there is a lot of opportunity uh, everywhere. There is. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's an important point you make there because you have to think of the customer experience, mm -hmm. right? And I know multifamily, the idea of resident experience is huge right now, yeah. but it's not a new concept in any industry, right? Yeah. What the user experience is, the end user, is really important. Yeah. And if they're having a bad experience, there will be somebody that will come along and provide a better experience, yeah. and then everyone's going to
move there. Yeah. So I think in general and real estate, mm-hmm. like some other industries has been a little bit slower to adopt mm-hmm. technology. And I think that's where some of that closed off mentality comes yeah. from, right? Historically, there was a lot of technology. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a whole lot of reason to be to open, so. right? And it kind of just is a self-fulfilling prophecy at some point until somebody tries to come in and do something different. Yeah. And then, but it's been around so long, it, it's been like, so how long. long does it take to change? But why do you think at the heart of it, like why is real estate so hesitant to adopt technology? Not yet. That's what I'm you know, I think it's just that it's an older industry. It's very mature mm-hmm. industry. And sometimes there's this idea that you don't need technology to be mm-hmm. successful. That you've always done it this way. You've always been successful. Yeah. And they're still being successful without technology. Mm-hmm. And I think until there's a pain point, people yeah. don't want to move, right? Yeah. Uh, we see that in the sales cycle of our own product, yeah. right? There has to be a pain point to make somebody mm-hmm. change. And I just don't think there's been a big enough pain point yeah. in our industry because they were able to scale with human yeah. resources. They didn't need the technology. But I think we're at the tipping point. I think yeah. we're seeing that. And I think Apartmentalize is a great example of that. Yeah. Almost everyone so here is a technology provider. Yeah. yeah. And I think one thing that's going to really drive a lot of that as well, too, is when those like one or two companies or property management companies that really go all in and really adopt best in class technology and their competitors can see the difference it actually makes. That's yeah. when everyone else is going to be like, oh, I am now behind. Guy, this is that. This is an industry where they are a copycat. Like you look at, hey, what's Mary doing down the street? Yes. And then they do it if they see success. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think competition drives everything. And mm-hmm. there's different models of how people operate, owner operators versus mm-hmm. like fee-based management, third-party yeah. management where there's a lot of different people being pulled in different directions with different mm-hmm. priorities. But I think multifamily is doing it right mm-hmm. because there is a focus on the resident more now yeah. than ever before, right? Yeah, you have to protect your asset. You have to manage that asset mm-hmm. and the value. Oh, yeah. If you are managing on behalf of somebody else, you need to worry about that owner relationship. Yeah. But more than ever, the resident experience is coming first. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the right strategy. Yeah. And I think we'll see a lot of adoption of technology because people want to focus on that experience. Exactly. Yeah. I would say, uh, what would Apple do if <laughs> Apple was in property management? And I think that's how um, apartment managers and owners like need to think about it. Like, hey, if I do want to create a great resident experience, these are the things that I need to have. Yeah. And then they need to start putting pressure on, I'm not going to name names, on the big players to say, hey, <laughs> X, Y, Z. <laughs> We need XYZ to integrate with you all. And right now you are not allowing you know, API, but you need to make it open for everyone so that we can keep using you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think part of what is going to really drive this is having the property management companies and owners really push the technology companies to say, hey, we're not gonna work with you if we are not able to integrate the other systems that we need for our residents because our residents shouldn't have to sign in here or our site team shouldn't have to move data manually from this system to this system to this system to this system because it's incredibly inefficient. It is, and one of the things we recognize, and I think everyone should do it is, know what you're good at, know what you're not good at, right? So at Rent Manager, we're not building out smart home or AI Mm -hmm. technology. We know 
what we're really, really good at. Mm -hmm. And our integrations program allows our customers to go outside of our software and work with the best of class, best of breed for things like smart home or AI or whatever it might be, or resident experience Mm -hmm. programs, because that's not what we focus on, right? So we're we're accounting-based software. We're managing the residents. We're managing the communication piece. We know we're really good at those things. If you try to be the best at everything, we all know how it works, right? You're not going to be good at anything at some point. That's awesome. And then, so for you all, what are some of the next steps that the rent manager is heading towards? Is it continue building out that integration uh, marketplace or what are some of the innovations that you guys are looking at? Yeah, being in so many different segments of real Mm -hmm. estate, we're always adding new things that we've got some short-term rental mm-hmm. uh, feature sets that are coming. Uh, we keep building out our HOA side, yeah. but also we keep building out more things on the multifamily side with amenity yeah. management as well. So I think those are really key. As far as the integrations program, we think the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. We really do. You know, with over a hundred, we can see that growing to two, 300, 500 different integrations yeah. because every time you turn around, there's a new opportunity. Yeah. There's new technology, new providers. And our customer base is so large mm-hmm. that no matter what it is, let's say it's smart home, we can have probably 10 different smart home providers because all of our customers are looking for something different and because they want to operate differently. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of the essence of everything, right? You have to have the freedom of choice to operate the way that you want. So yeah, we're going to keep focused on the integrations program and the growth. We think it's a strategic place in the market Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, And we think we're really just scratching the surface on what it can be. And then so from the customer perspective, what have been some of the benefits or feedback that they have passed on to you guys for being so like open? Yeah. Well, there's a couple things to note there. So not only through the integrations program do we have the access to the API, but our customers get access to the API mm-hmm. as well if they want it. They can subscribe. Yeah. And they can use that data to do all types of things, right? Building out dashboards and reports uh, or building out custom solutions on their mm-hmm. own to operate the way they want. Yeah. So uh, the feedback they give is they value having access to their data, mm-hmm. whether it's them on themselves doing it or if they're working with someone else like Flamingo yeah. to move data back and forth. They see value there and it's making them more scalable. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about how technology impacts the industry or the resident yeah. experience, but on an individual company basis, it allows them to grow faster, mm-hmm. bigger, with less people. Yeah, And that's really important to maintaining the strength of our industry. Mm-hmm. So that's the feedback we hear all the time is they couldn't grow. Yeah, And and as we know, yeah, there's some large players in this space, but a lot of them aren't that large. Yeah. And it's really hard for them to compete with larger operators, yeah. but technology levels the playing field. Yeah. And, and when you can integrate, really good point. it really levels the playing field. Yeah. You can have 500 units or 1,000 units yeah. and have all the same tech stack yeah. as something with 50,000 yeah. units. And so the experience is the same for the end user. Yeah, and I love that because I tell this to our, I mean, I want to call them small portfolio clients all the time, is that technology is what is going to allow you to level the playing field. Yeah. You look at a great star of the world, mm-hmm. great company, the big challenge is as you get bigger and bigger, it becomes more and more difficult to be agile, to yeah. make changes very quickly, especially when you're fee managed. But if you're a smaller portfolio, you can adopt the best in class very quickly yep. and compete with the big players very quickly. And one of the things technology allows people to do is what I say is gain superpowers. Like you get one person who used to take like three people to do that one job. 
Yep. But now it takes one person and it can do it much, much better with technology. Yep. So one thing you mentioned is like the data element. So you hear data a lot, like every industry is like, hey, data, 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 data. <laughs> Data's king, right? Yep. <laughs> so when you think about it, like I am a dummy, explain to me like when the property management companies are looking at data, like what does that mean? What is valuable? How can it be utilized? So, I mean, as far as what's available, again, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. But when our customers are really looking at data, and how they use it and how they access it. It's really about, A, making sure the data is in the right place so they can mm. get to it quickly. Yeah. So, and it's really simple things. Uh, you know, right manager, we have a voice over IP phone system mm-hmm. that integrates with our software. We built it. And so if somebody calls in, they can actually quickly get to that customer's data mm-hmm. to whether it's take a payment, submit a maintenance request, whatever yeah. it might look like, that they can get to data really quick. Yeah. So I think the, the speed at which you can get to your mm-hmm. data is that the first thing that people yeah. care about. And I love that example of, hey, if someone calls in, you can like instantly see who that resident yeah. is. And that allows for a much, much better experience. Yeah. But if you answer the phone like, XYZ apartment buildings, how can I help you? Versus, hey, Mary, yeah. how can I help you? Yep. Like very, very different experience. Very yeah. different. So like the speed that you can get the data is really important. Mm-hmm. And then using the data to come up with your own KPIs, your mm-hmm. own metrics, I think is a game changer for most people, yeah. right? We all have reporting in our software, no matter what Mm -hmm. kind of software it is. But very rarely is that reporting customizable Mm -hmm. where you can start plugging in other data. And what we learned early on is that just because we have data natively in the software Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that's all the data they want to track. Yeah. Right. So custom user-defined fields is really important. But then you should be able to use that data Mm -hmm. that's custom to you in reporting. Yeah. Because then you can work on your own metrics. And again, it goes back to, well, how do you want to operate? What are your goals? If your goals are different than the place down the street, Mm -hmm. you probably need different reporting. So you have to give them access to use that data in really meaningful ways. That's awesome. Then are you all seeing uh, customers adopt new companies or technology based off of your integrations? As an example, we use HubSpot for our CRM. And I always, every once in a while, uh, jump in to look at HubSpot's like integration marketplace. And I find really cool companies and things that I've never thought about. I'm like, oh, this is great. Like this is going to make our processes like much better. Yeah. Are you guys finding that? We are. So I think there's a few things that to note there's one part of what I do is market our integrations program. Mm-hmm. So we do that through traditional marketing newsletter, things mm-hmm. like that. But we do all types of webinars. Yeah. Um, I have a po- podcast that I do where we talk mm-hmm. about technology. So we promote it in a lot of different ways to help see the growth. Mm-hmm. But we are seeing our customers respond very positively to the idea of how critical integration is to the yeah. business to the point where a lot of them will only work with providers that are integrated. Yeah. Right. So if they're looking for somebody that does a specific uh, task, mm-hmm. uh, and again, I'm going to go back to smart home because it's always kind of a buzzword. Well, they want it to be integrated. Like yeah. th- that's where they're going to start. They're going to start in our marketplace and say, yeah. who offers this, who offers that? This is how we want to grow. Mm-hmm. But I know it's important to be integrated. Yeah. Right. Because they don't want the double data entry. They don't want the human error. Mm-hmm. They want it to be streamlined. They want to automate. Yeah. No, I love that. And then, so when you think about like the future of PropTech and property management, like what are some of the key things that you see happening over the next year, two, three, four, five years? Yeah. And you brought it up earlier as far as this idea of 
needing to log into multiple places. Mm -hmm. A, that's the pain point for property managers, mm -hmm. but it's going to become an increasingly big problem for residents mm -hmm. where we have all of these different, yeah. you know, technologies that are out there that are yeah. resident facing that yeah. are amenities, but they don't want five apps on their phone. Yeah. Right. That's why we say all of that. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. it's just a reality that yeah. you don't want to log into one place to make a payment, a different yeah. place to do a maintenance request, a different place to, you know, reserve your spot at the gym. Mm -hmm. And right now it's kind of a broken experience sometimes. Yeah. So I think we're going to start to see technology move closer to that one unified mm -hmm. app experience. Yeah. And it's going to be difficult to figure out. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone has the answer yet. Yeah. I think there's a lot of good answers and I think it's evolving, but I think that is kind of the next place that we're headed yeah. is how do we, we, we say resident experience is great, but then we make it difficult for them to interact yeah. with us. So how do we keep making it easier for them to interact? Yeah. With it's interesting. So we look at our uh, data. So one of the things we have on our platform is uh, residents leave feedback. Mm -hmm. uh, what are about every aspect of their resident experience. And one of the big challenges you see on moving data is people are very unhappy when they move in because they're like, what do I use for this? What do I use for this? And it's so confusing to a resident. It's very similar to how if on your first day of work you showed up, and no one told you what to do about anything, but you knew you needed access to all these systems. And so right now in property management, that's the experience residents I get. They are wooed in by amenities, by a really slick talking leasing person, by the, just like a beautiful building. Yeah. And then they arrive, it's like, what am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, how do I use the amenities? How do I sign up? Uh, so what else do you see happening in the next few years? Yeah, I do think it's gonna be easier. I think it's gonna be more tech driven than ever. Mm -hmm. I think it will be app-based and I think it will be a singular experience that will win in the end where you won't have to have all these different apps. Yeah. And I think there's also reality is we are going to know through data better what amenities people really care about. Mm -hmm. What is it? Cause every property is different. Yeah. Like what is their target audience? Like, are you pet friendly for a mm -hmm. reason? Do you have a pool? Do you have a gym? Do you have all yeah. these different amenities? And like, are, do you have charging stations for electric mm -hmm. vehicles? Who's their target audience yeah. and start tracking the data and making those things a priority. Mm -hmm. So I think you're gonna see like, I guess more focused properties yeah. reaching out to a very specific client base, yeah. all built around this, the experience, yeah. right? So if I'm young and I've got a dog, yeah. and I don't have a family, what things are important to me yeah. versus if I'm in my forties and I've got two kids yeah. and, and no pets or whatever, yeah. like, I think you're going to start seeing like niche properties. I've always I think wondered like why that right has now. not happened. Like right. if you are a building that targets like moms and dads and parents, yeah. like you can focus all of your amenities, your energy around that like specific demographic. Mm -hmm. If you are a property for like recent college grads that still want to party, meet yeah. people, you can focus everything you do around that. Yep. I'll be really curious to see one company just do that approach because I think there's so much opportunity there. And it's one of those singular, one of those very known business uh, ideas, which is be very, very focused on who you serve. Yes. Like you don't want to serve everyone and their mom. Find that like one audience and then just go after them with everything. It saves you on marketing because you can target a lot more. You can be a lot more focused with your marketing. You can be a lot more focused with the amenities that you put together, with the messaging that you have, and it just makes everything easier. And the customers themselves will be much, much happier. Yeah. And 
I'd argue you probably don't even have to market a property like that. Yeah. <laughs> it will gain so much word of mouth yeah. because, like I said, all of the people in their early 20s will want to be at that place yeah, because they know no, it's the place where all of their community already is. Yeah. If, if you're a family, you want something that's a little quieter yeah. with, you know, a good playground area for your young yeah. kids. Like, you won't even have to market it. Yeah. Everyone will know that's the place the to go. The map would be amazing. I think it would, really. Yeah. And that would be a game changer for some yeah. properties. Well, Joe, this was awesome. Yeah. So thank you so much for being on. Like I said, I am a huge fan of Red Manager and a huge fan of what you guys do. And really make uh, really being the leaders in open technology and the multifamily and real estate industry as a whole. So definitely more power to you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate all that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. I think it's always great to talk technology and yeah. try to predict what's going to happen in the future. I mean, obviously, we don't it's know. Hard, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think we have a good vision of what's going to happen. So I, yeah. I appreciate being on. Uh, perfect. I always do with this fault. So right. you're going to be it all. <laughs>